0: When I was a kid, I always remember my mom talking about her quiet times. By quiet time, she was talking about her morning devotions. She was talking about the time where she spent a little bit of time in the word and in prayer. And it was actually a really common thing to find her NIV thin line Bible with the red cover laying open somewhere in the house with a little piece of paper or some notes next to it. So even as a kid, I knew that reading your Bible every day was just part of what Christians do. It was exemplified to me through my parents and the people at my church, it was just assumed you read the Bible every day. But not a lot of people talked about why you do it. It was just something you do. And in my own experience of trying to make Bible reading a habit, I always was doing it in fits and starts. You know, I'd go really well for a couple of weeks and then it'd be a couple of months where I would barely do it at all. And as we're drawing near to the end of this series on the essential habits of productive Christians, I thought, what? more essential than the habit of daily Bible reading. Welcome to the Redeeming Productivity Show. This is the show where we help Christians get more done and get it done like Christians. And I'm your host, Reagan Rose. So the topic of today's episode is the habit of Bible reading. But you know, as I approached doing this episode, I thought, what am I going to make this about? You see, I've actually done a lot on the topic of Bible reading and even making it a habit. I have many articles out there about it. I recently did a video that walks you through some of the practical ways to make it a habit, which I will link to. I definitely recommend you watch that. And even my online course, Power Mornings, which is about like Christian morning routine stuff, there's a whole module in there about why and how and like a step by step for making Bible reading a habit. So I've said a lot about making daily Bible reading habitual. So I was thinking to myself, what can I say here? That's going to be most helpful and not just like a rehash of other things that I can just link you to. And this is what I want to do. My goal in this episode is I want to present to you a super compelling case for why you should make daily Bible reading a habit that is so compelling that you actually go and do it. And again, I'm going to have lots of resources in the description that you can check out and go to and actually walk you through the step-by-step of how to implement this. But my goal right now is I want to convince you. A lot of you might be listening or watching and thinking, you know, I already am convinced that I should be reading the Bible every day. I just am not doing it. And that's really who I'm aiming this at is those people who intellectually, we kind of understand, yeah, I should be reading the word every day. I should be in here every day, but I'm not doing it. Well, to you, I would argue that you're not actually convinced. You might intellectually have assented to the notion that, yeah, I should be reading it every day. But if you really, really, really believe that you should, you would make time for it, right? So I want to convince you overwhelmingly so that you are, are are backed into a corner and you say, I need to make a move on this today to make this essential habit something I'm doing every day. Others of you might be listening and thinking, look, I already do read the word every day. Um, I, I don't need any more convincing. Well... I want to encourage you then. I think some of the things I bring up today, you're going to be encouraged by, and maybe even it will make your daily Bible reading come alive in a special way as you're reminded of these truths about God's word and how important it is to be in it every day. But above all, I want you to understand this. This is not a message of guilt. I'm not trying to lay a guilt trip on you and try to make you feel so bad about it that you just have to do this. I want to show you from the Bible, why you should be excited. Why there is no better use of your time than to spend it in the word of God. A little every day, I want to make a compelling case for you. That's what I'm trying to do. So let's get into it. I've pulled together eight reasons why you should read your Bible. Every day. Reason number one is that the word of God saves. In the scriptures, we find the message of eternal life in Jesus Christ. It is in these pages that we learn about who Jesus was, what he did in coming as the son of God, living out that per- perfect life on our behalf, dying in our place and res- being resurrected by God and ascending into heaven and advocating for his people. We learn about that in here. And we see in the epistles, in the New Testament, explaining what that means and all it is to, to place your faith in Jesus Christ, to repent of your sin, to trust in what he done. The, the message of the gospel is contained in the scriptures and you find it there. And so the number one reason you should read your Bible every day is because you want to expose yourself to the gospel of Jesus Christ. You remember the the disciples, when, when all those people turned away from Jesus, when he said, that, you know, you need to eat my body and drink my blood. All these people turned away and Jesus turns to the disciples. He said, are you guys going to go too? It says in John six sixty eight. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Even as Christians, we should not turn away from daily exposure to the gospel of Jesus Christ so that, so that we might cherish it so that we might have our hope restored and renewed each day by it. And so that we might be prepared to explain it and proclaim it to the world. So the number one reason you should read your Bible every day is because the Gospels in there and you need exposure to that. Even as Christians, the second reason we should read our Bibles every day, make a habit of it is because our thinking patterns need constant readjustment. I had this mountain bike years ago that I got from Walmart and it was like 150 bucks. It was not an expensive, nice mountain bike. I remember taking it out on the trails and every time I would get done, I would have run over all these roots and little rocks and done little jumps and all that. And every time I'd have to bring it home and readjust everything on it because, you know, the gear shifter wasn't working. The brakes, you know, would get locked and stuck. And so I'd be pedaling extra hard. It needed constant readjustment as I exposed this cheap bike to these rough trails in the Michigan backwoods. Well, it's the same with our own spiritual lives. We need our thinking patterns constantly readjusted because we are daily exposing ourselves to the thinking of the world. And, and that's by necessity. You know, you have to work, you, you have to, you have to live in the world. So a daily habit of being in the word, it ensures that you are exposing your mind to the truth so that you can have your thinking readjusted, have your worldview realigned, have your whole spirit reoriented towards the things that are true when the rest of our days are spent being told lies through media, through conversations and just through life in general. So if you find yourself kind of hankering for what the world loves, find yourself grumbling and complaining, if you find yourself drawn away from the things of God, it probably is in part due to the fact that you are failing to have your thinking readjusted by God's word every day. The third reason we should make a habit of daily Bible reading is that the Bible helps us to fight temptation. Look, the Christian life is hard. It is fraught with temptation. We have an enemy, a spiritual enemy who is real and he is a present danger. There are constant allures to sin and to forsake the way of truth. But God's word is what equips us to fight that. And you'll remember when Jesus was drawn away into the wilderness, remember after his baptism, it says the spirit drives him to the wilderness and that's where he's tempted by the devil. Do you remember how he fought the temptations? It wasn't through life hacks. (laughs) It wasn't through an app on his, on his phone. It was through the word of God. That's how he fought temptation. He quoted scripture back to Satan. If Jesus needed to do that, how much more do I? Scripture is our sword in the fight against the enemy. We see this in Ephesians 6, when it talks about the armor of God. The only offensive weapon in that arsenal is said to be the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. If you want to win spiritual battles, if you want to win in your fight against temptation or besetting sins, man, you got to get armed for that battle, you got to fill your mind daily with the word of God. Why daily? Because the battles come every day. The fourth reason that we need to make daily Bible reading a habit is because we are constantly changing. You know, if you grew up in church or if you know the Bible particularly well, sometimes we can fall into this way of thinking where we think, well, I don't need to constantly be exposed to it because I already kind of know what's in there. That's a bad way of thinking. You know, even me, you know, I went through seminary, I've taught the Bible for years, and often I find myself skimming through familiar passages. I'll be reading something, even when I'm a daily Bible reading, it'll be a familiar story about Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I know this one. I've seen this one before. No, no bueno. Bad idea. Because the word of God is living. You guys know this. Hebrews 4:12. For the word of God is living, and active sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. God's word is alive. It's inspired by his Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit, mind you, who indwells every believer. There is more to learn. There is more to be encouraged and convicted by every time you read the Bible, even if you've read that passage a million times. And the fact is God's word isn't changing. It's not like um, some Harry Potter type thing, like you flip it over and the words rearrange on the page or something like that. No, the reason that we need to be exposed to it is not because it's changing. It's because we are. I am a different person than I was yesterday, and especially than I was 10 years ago. And even when I encounter a passage that I know very well, the the Holy Spirit has a way of showing you things from even familiar passages that are relevant to you right now in this season of your life. And so that's why we have to come and drink from this same fountain every day. And if we do, we will find a continual flow of refreshment, even in the familiar passages. And we'll find that as our life circumstances change and our maturity changes, each reading always comes back a little bit different. I think, for example, of when I had my first child, the word of God came alive to me in different areas than ever had before. I, I suddenly understood more the analogies about childbirth. You know, it talks about the kingdom of God or talks about um, the end times. It talks in terms of childbirth and especially the stuff about parents and children. And yes, I've heard tons of people say this and this might sound cliche, but understanding God's relationship to us as father that like, it's like someone turned on the color on my black and white TV. Those passages became so much more vivid. Had the word of God changed? No, but I had. And so if I hadn't been exposing myself to it, if I had kind of rested on my laurels and I already know those passages, I would not have been blessed by that and have seen even more of God's truth in that. And the fifth reason that we need to make daily Bible reading a habit is because the scriptures give peace. You know, we live in a world of turmoil and things are hard and they're frustrating and they're kind of scary. Honestly, where are we going to turn for peace? Well, to the Word of God. Often as believers, even even though we know the truth, even we know that peace comes from God, in in the face of the hard things in this life, in the face of troubles, in the face of temptation, often instead of turning to the, the place where we can get peace, which is from God and His Word, we seek to numb it like the world does. And we might not go to drugs or or, or drinking, though some might. We can numb those things through just trying to keep ourselves busy, you know, constant flow of entertainment instead of going to the one place where we can find peace, not as the world gives, but as Jesus gives. And we find that in the Bible, it says in Second Peter one two, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. It's an interesting passage, isn't This is how Peter opens his second epistle: May the grace and peace of God be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God. Where do we get the knowledge of God through his revelation, through his word. And so being exposed to God's word is a place where we will find peace. And I don't know about you, but I need peace every day. And so I want to be in God's word every day. If you're looking for peace an especially great section of the Bible, is to look at the Psalms. There are tons of things in there that remind you of God's sovereignty, of his care for his people, and will encourage your heart. So if you're going through a season where you're feeling not at peace, um, start with the Psalms. Number six, the Bible contains sanctifying truth. The Christian life is one of growing in holiness, or it ought to be. When we're saved and we place our faith in Jesus Christ, we are justified, which is to say we are declared righteous. We have a right standing before God, which is gnarly. And after that comes the process of sanctification, which is a journey. It's a climb, it's progressive, but it's always tending upwards. And of course, this is the work of God in us through his Holy Spirit, who one of his main roles in our lives is to grow us and to sanctify us, make us more like Christ, more holy, more set apart from sin and given to God. But the place where we fuel that jet of sanctification is at the pump of the word of God, because that's where we find truth. And we read about this in John seventeen seventeen. sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. Sanctification comes through truth. Truth comes from the Bible. Be in the Bible every day and you will have fuel to grow as a Christian. It is amazing to me. It really is amazing how often this happens with talking to young people, especially. They say, I feel like I'm really just not growing in the faith. I feel like I don't have, you know, passion for the things of God. I ask them, are you reading the Bible every day? No. Okay. Maybe start there. Maybe start there. If you want to grow as a Christian, expose yourself to God's word. Every day, make it a habit. And the seventh reason that we should read the Bible every day, make it a habit, is because it's encouraging. It's encouraging. I guess it's sort of related to the peace thing, but man, there's a reason that it says in Psalm 1, it talks about the blessed man. And it says, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. His delight, he finds joy in it. Encouragement. He loves the law of God. He loves God's word. And he's thinking about it. He's meditating on it day and night. And part of that, you know, you can go back to our episode on scripture memorization, but part of meditating too is filling your head with it, reading it, pouring over these words, considering them, and you will turn away and find yourself loving God's law, his word, even more. It's this amazing thing where the more you read it, the more you love it, because the more you see of who God is and his goodness and how he blesses us and takes care of us. So if you want to be encouraged, you should get in the word of God. And the eighth and the final reason that you should make a habit of reading the Bible every day is because it's a privilege. Like I said in the beginning, I'm not trying to lay a guilt trip on you. I'm trying to get you excited about this. I want to stir you up by way of remembrance about how important this book is. And so whether you're doing it daily and just want a little extra fire behind that, I hope that maybe this would excite you and say, yeah, oh man, that's why I'm doing it. This is important. I'm reading God's word, not just because it's a habit or not just because it's a, it's something I've always done, but because of these truths that are contained in it and it's a privilege. It's a privilege. You don't need to do it because you feel bad. You need to do it because it's a blessing. It's a blessing to read God's word. When you think about it and you try to wrap your mind around what this book is, that the creator of time, of the universe, of everything, of you, the savior of all mankind, what has he done? He has told us about himself in this book. It's so funny. We'll read, you know, some super long in-depth profile on some professional athlete or some celebrity or some some person and just be enthralled by it. But in here, we have information about the god of the universe and yet it often sits with a layer of dust on our nightstand, unread. It's a privilege. We should take advantage of that. Because in it there is the words of eternal life, we need a constant readjustment. We need it to fight temptation. We're always changing. Scripture gives us peace. The Bible contains sanctifying truth and it's encouraging. So let's get in there and let's read the Bible every day. Like I said, at the beginning, if you want some specific helps on how to do this, check out the links in the description. I have tons of stuff in there that will help you on your journey to being a more productive Christian. And speaking of that, if you want more resources on productivity from a Christian standpoint, you should definitely sign up for my weekly newsletter. If you just go to newsletter.redeemingproductivity.com or follow the link in the description, you can sign up for my weekly Reagan's Roundup newsletter. Basically what I do is I have a little bit of an encouraging word, some thoughts on productivity from a biblical perspective, different links from around the web, new apps, new resources that are coming out. And it's just a nice little roundup of everything that I can find. And I think is useful for you as Christians who want to serve God better with your lives. So check that out. It's called Reagan's roundup. And if you want some specific help on how to implement this as a habit, as well as prayer exercise and some other habits, Take a moment and check out my online course called Power Mornings. It is about creating a Christian morning routine that will make you more effective as a believer and as your whole life. It's just basically what I tried to do was say, what is all the stuff that I wish someone had shown me? You know, I I know that Bible reading is important, I know that prayer is important, I know exercise is important, but what What are the practical things? How do I do it? Somebody give me a step-by-step. And so I took that and I turned it into a course. That's all about how you can fit these things in to a short morning routine. I think you're going to like it. Check it out. It's called power mornings. And there is a link in the description. Well, guys, appreciate you joining me for another episode. I hope that this was encouraging to you and I will see you again here in the next one. But until I do remember this in whatever you do, do it well and do it all for the glory of God.